0: Hey, man, say, man, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm going to insist that you come listen to this episode of Freshly Brewed. What's Freshly Brewed you say? Man, it's just a little podcast designated to brighten up your day. That's it. That's all we do. We're going to inform you, you know, educate you too. We're going to do all of it, but from a Memphis point of view. Let's start today. <clears throat> Good people. How y'all doing out there? As usual, it's me, Geeky. And as usual, welcome back to the spot, a.k.a. the Honeycomb Hideout. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Freshly Brewed got a real good one for you And I promise you is It could be uncomfortable at times It's gonna get very uncomfortable But um, The most important shit That really needs to be said Is always the most uncomfortable It's like having the, the talk With your kids Especially if you got a little daughter Imagine trying to tell your daughter About having sex With a nigga like you See what I'm saying? That is very uncomfortable. But, yeah. Today's episode is entitled... Excuses, Excuses, Excuses. That's what it's all about today. Because I've noticed throughout my years... That whenever something happened to us... Black folk... Black people, African Americans... The Chosen Ones... Whatever you want to call us... Whenever... A white person goes off the hinge and accidentally kills one of us there's always an excuse accidentally assaults one of us it's always an excuse you know they always make excuses for white people and when they go off the hinge but if we do the same thing we're deemed unfit for society let me let let me just give you a few examples you know to kick this shit off we can take it all the way back to the crack epidemic. We going to, I am going to be fair. I ain't going to even not mention nothing about slavery. I'm just going to uh, mention recent events. Most likely 60s and on up. That's, that's pretty recent. But we gonna, we going to start with the crack epidemic. You know, when black people were out here begging for help, you know, cracked out. Arguably one of the worst epidemics in the history of the world. The crack epidemic, it's family is still scarred from it. But it only really affected a lot of black people and their families. And when it was destroying families, destroying ghettos, destroying black people, it was okay. You know, they looked at us and told us we're not, you know, deemed fit for society. We shouldn't even be a part of America because we're animals and we are unfit for normal living conditions. Fast forward now... the opioid addiction you know them white folks can't even handle it you know they (laughs) i mean i don't know if opioids is even a real addiction let's just be real i'm gonna tell you how bad crack is and cocaine is it's not even listed under opioids and all all opioids is really is over-the-counter drugs You can Any opioid, you can get that shit over the counter. Let's just be real. Or a doctor's prescription. And you want to talk about people addicted to it. Man, come on, bro. And now we got free opioid clinics for you know who. I ain't never seen no crack clinic. You know, we was just animals left to die. But all of a sudden, white people started struggling with something. Now we got to help them. They're sick. They have a disease. See, when we have an addiction, we're animals. When they have an addiction, they're sick. You, you see how they do that? If a black man don't want to work, he lazy. If a white man don't want to work, you know, he can't find work. You know, he's not going to settle for anything less than what what his value is. But when a black man don't want to slave all day for 12 hours just to make enough to be broke, he lazy. I mean, that, that's crazy. It's always an excuse for white America. You literally, you're telling us that white privilege is real. That's, that's all you're doing. And what you gonna do about it? That's When you do things like that, do things of that nature, you just let black folks know that white privilege is real. And this is what we think of you. And this is the narrative for you. And this is how it's going to be. And if you don't like it, you can leave. It's just like at a job. You know, we had got new uh, management and everything like that. They, they came down, laid down a law, say you don't like it, you can leave. They get to make the narrative. They get to determine what happens to us. You don't believe me? Look at all these assassinations by the police departments come on man and we can start with the most recent one and every officer can attest to this and hell anybody with common sense can attest to this you say you drew your taser taser ain't even close to feeling like a handgun a a taser is not even in the same spot as your service pistol are you serious? Man, I'm, I'm I'm dying to to see what's gonna happen with this one. Because you said you accidentally pulled your gun. Okay, you got your gun. You put that gun in front of you. You still ain't noticed that it's not a taser. <sighs> like I said, excuses, excuses, excuses. And then here we go. You know, faced in the heat of the battle. You know, we don't know how the brain functions under that much stress. So y'all don't train for scenarios like this? See, normally, what happens at any job, if something bad keeps happening, then a lot of jobs are proactive. They only put policies in place after the fact. But for some reason new training, new policies or nothing like that has been put in place for these uh, officers. Because they keep making the same mistake. They keep making the same mistake. And then we come with the same excuse. You know, we don't know what we would have done in that situation. The brain is under a lot of stress. Sometimes you see things you don't really think you see because you're that afraid and you're so much in danger hey look I'm gonna be real with you man if your ass can't do the job you don't need it if you can't tell the difference between a pistol and a taser what are we even talking about how did you even get that job you just need to be behind a desk and I, I mean it's crazy still don't believe in white privilege yeah, I can just look at uh, the George Floyd trial Boy it shouldn't even be a trial It's a it's a uh, What my boy say on uh, life oh, Why deal with bootlegging When well, we got a clear cut case of murder right here I mean that's what it is It's a clear Case Of murder Then you telling me That it was the drugs in the system And his health issues that caused him to die So you mean to tell me that when he walked out that store and he bought whatever he was going to buy, you mean to tell me he was going to go outside, collapse on that curb, and die? That's what's going to happen to him that day. Ain't no way in the hell. You mean tell me that that officer doing what he did to Mr. Floyd, they ain't had nothing to do with it. That's That baffles me. That that really baffles me. And they really did up her entertaining this shit. And they're really, really pressing and trying to get this man out the hook. I I'm just I'm I can't wait till Monday. I cannot wait till Monday. But that's white privilege in a nutshell. They get to, the, you know, go all off the hinges. They get the fuck up. And here they come making excuses for him. It's just like, well, it, he just a child. He didn't know. That That's how I feel when I see things like this. It's like you're treating these people like kids. It ain't no different from the little young boy, Caucasian, white boy, down there in Florida, stole his parents' car, and he killed like three or four people driving high drunk. I don't know what the mind was, but he was joyriding. He, he he killed a couple of people, but they said they couldn't lock him up because he was too wealthy to understand the uh, consequences of his actions. D- due to the fact that he was too rich, he didn't understand what he was doing. I've never heard that shit in my life, and I thought it was fake when I was reading it. I thought it was fake news, but it wasn't. It was white privilege. White privilege can't have that effect on you it, it can make you think you reading fake news Like ain't no way in This shit that happened in real life Oh damn this is a true story Might win the shit. Th- That's how it is And that's how it is with the George Floyd situation And I really hope That they find some kind of way To lock this dude up man There's no way in the hell No way in the hell That this man can walk I, I just I, I, I don't know <sighs> just gonna hope for the best. And then we, we, we ain't gonna even talk about the knee in his neck. We're gonna talk about how can George Floyd be deemed a threat when he's already been handcuffed? The, the threat has been new the so-called threat had been neutralized. You had him in handcuffs and you had two other officers with you. Why couldn't they just pick him up and put him in the police car? like they're trained to do. When a threat is neutralized, you get him up, you get his ass in the car, or you sit him up on the curb, or whatever you're going to do, but you do not leave nobody laying on the ground, especially with your knee in their back. So you you violated policies and procedure. I mean, come on now. The um, the autopsy then came back Drugs didn't kill him, so it should be a clear-cut case of guilty, right? We'll see Monday. We'll see Monday. And it's it just I just don't understand how we can be so threatening. It's no different. Y'all had the little young boy up there in Minnesota. Okay, you was tussling with him, you know, and I and I can't stand the. Well, he should have did this ass nigga. Man, y'all know how these police is. I don't even know why he was trying to get away from them. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Maybe he didn't want to be a victim. Maybe he was so afraid because he already know he got pulled over on some BS. We know that for a fact. So, instantly, in this man' mind, like, damn, it's fight or flight. And the only thing, he probably... Thought he the only option he thought he had was to fight because you got to understand that mindset. See, we take the time out and we'll sit here and give these cops the benefit of the doubt. Oh, we don't know how to, we don't know how a police officer's mind will react under all this stress. What about this young black man? How the fuck do you think his mind gonna react when he probably already got P- PTSD? Ain't no telling what else he got going on. Then you got got me pulled over for no reason on the side of the road and it's three of y'all so take the time out and think about what's going on through his mind and why he did what he did because he sees it all the time we see it all the time unarmed black men get gunned down gunned down what the fuck you need a taser for why you even reaching for your taser when it's two of y'all i a kid, a fucking kid. You you know that's what baffles me, and that's why I can't stand when a motherfucker sit up there and say he just should have complied. You know how many times I've seen black people comply and still die. So so don't don't stop saying what a motherfucker should have did and could have did. The reality of the situation is that boy was trying to get away with his life, and he and he failed. It's sad that he failed. Because you got these scary ass, shaky ass cops that shouldn't even have a badge. You pull out your gun. Well, supposedly tried to pull out your taser on a fucking 20 year old kid. If he was 20, 20. I mean, come on. That's a kid. And you mean to tell me two grown motherfuckers can't handle a kid? Whew. I, I'm not understanding. Y'all got to make this shit make sense. Cause we real quick to say what that little boy should have did you know we real quick to say that why he do this why he do, why them cops do what they did why they stop him why they pull him over why did they feel the need that he had to be tased why did they feel the need that he had to be in handcuffs you mean to tell me y'all that threatened by the color of our skin that y'all y'all really get distracted from doing what you're trained to do I, I don't know i don't know maybe i'm crazy <laughs> i don't know why he tried to get away from the police why he was trying to fight the police why the police pulled him over why the police need to put him in handcuffs what was their probable cause for getting him out of that car see what i'm saying that don't make no sense to me but we so quick to say what the black man did wrong. But we never stop to think, why are they pulling this man over anyway? You know? We, we never question the white man. <laughs> it's crazy. Think about it. We never, whenever we see these videos, the, the first thing they say, well, man, he shouldn't have did that. What? okay I guess but that's white privilege in a nutshell that's just what it is and that's just how it is but we need to pull one of the moves like they doing out there in South Carolina like what they got going on in South Kakalaka. you know you gonna put your hands on this young man you real deal felt the need that you had to rough this man up for walking down the street. On uh-uh, his own block, might I add. And you know what them people did in South Carolina? Well, y'all got social media. He went up in their boy, they walked up on their boy ass and they told come on about that house now. Watch me dirt flip your ass. I bet you he wouldn't have had tried that shit never again. Never again. He would have got his ass up on that ground. Got up off that ground. He would've went on back in the house and took his ass in there and laid down. Lay your ass on down. And and that's how we have to be. It's sad we have to do shit like that just to get people to do what they already supposed to do. That man got assaulted. When that video came out, they should've been went getting his ass and putting him in handcuffs. It ain't no different. From when y'all go to social media, see these black folks doing stuff they ain't got no business doing, and y'all lock them up based off of what you saw on social media. So why this sergeant then get his ass locked up and took downtown? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. What well, they say they press charges on They say they, you know, press charges on them. So you finna get this dishonorable discharge. You, he damn sure better get it. He better get this dishonorable discharge. That's all I'm saying. For no apparent reason, I mean, I, I don't know. I ain't going to say for no apparent I don't know what was said or what what was done, why he came at that boy, why he came at that young man the way he came at that young man, but there's no way in hell he should have put his hands on that boy. That Ain't no way in the hell. It should have led to a physical altercation and you pushed him twice. You was tough as a motherfucker, man. And and that's how they do They get real tough with our kids. Real tough with our young black men. But when a real motherfucker run up on them, they quiet as a church mouse. They be they in that motherfucker like D-Boy at the dice game. Just scared to do anything. Y'all y'all tickle me. Y'all y'all real, real tough when it's convenient to you. But you see he ain't come out their house. That boy probably in there praying. Praying. But that's how they do. And when somebody call them out on their wrongdoing and they want to run and play victim. Why everybody picking on me? Like... Boy, but like I said at the beginning of the show, excuses, excuses, excuses. They're going to come up with something going on in this sergeant's life. He's going to be diagnosed with PTSD, um, PTSD. All he has trouble adjusting to civilian lifestyle, readjusting to civilian lifestyle. Oh, he, he's been dealing with so much. I mean, watch, they're going to come with some excuse to try to justify His ridiculous actions. Just like they're coming with excuses. To try to justify. Why this man needed to put his neck on George Floyd's, Why he needed to put his knee on George Floyd's neck. They're going to come with ridiculous excuses. To justify. How she mistaked. Her service pistol. For a taser. How? They come up. With the most unbelievable ways. To justify the most ridiculous displays of law enforcement ever. And I know y'all think I'm just talking. I really wish I wasn't. Like, because everything I'm, I'm stating is facts. It's public records. Don't believe me. Look at the Breonna Taylor case. You mean to tell me that this woman died for absolutely no reason? Because, okay, let's just say you're doing your job. What you say did happen. But at the end of the day, Nobody is taking account that this never should have happened because the man that you supposedly had been looking for was already in custody. Hmm. Nobody ever stops to say anything about that. Like I said, Minnesota, you mistake, You, you, you thought that your service pistol was your taser Now, nah, come on, y'all. The worst practice of law enforcement ever. I, you thought it was okay to put your knee on the back of a so-called suspect who was already neutralized. You thought it was okay to put your knee on the back of his neck for nine minutes and just keep it there. Worst practices of law enforcement ever. And they justifying it, y'all. They really trying to justify it. Oh, we can't let them do it, man. We can't let them do it. We we got to take a page out of them people's book up there in South Carolina. We got we got to be on these folks. We we got to. This is ridiculous. It, it, it has to stop. It has to. Cause if it don't, man, I just I, I don't know. I just say that for a different day but it's always an excuse and then they're not messing up a little bit like they like they, they they ain't messing up they fucking up let's just be honest they straight fucking up but I have a theory this is just my theory I don't think they fucking up I think they're doing exactly what they want to do it's not like they can't 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 show compassion because they do it all the time for their fellow counterparts they do it all the time for um White America. I watched. I I literally have watched videos where even one right here in 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 my hometown, Memphis, Tennessee, love it to death. But I seen the craziest shit ever, man. I seen um, these two police officers wrestle a suspect to the ground that had an AR. No lie, it was an old drunk white man in his car, in his truck, and they came. They're like, "We got a noise complaint," and I mean, the man jumped out the car with the pistol. And they begged him to, well not to because he had an AR. He he jumped out the car with the rifle, holding it at the police officer. telling him I'm gonna kill you if you don't get the fuck out of here. And they begged and pleaded with him to put the gun down. How is it that you can subdue an armed suspect? You know, you you can you can take down an armed suspect, but you'll kill an unarmed black man. So don't say you can't do it because you've been trained to do it and I know you can do it because I've seen you do it but somehow you get into a confrontation with a black man and he winds up dead your first job as an officer is, like one of your I ain't gonna say that's your first job your first job is always to go home the, the same way you ca- came in that's now that's first and foremost go home the same way you came in but, but with that being said you're also taught to preserve life. That, unarmed is unarmed. Your life is not in danger. You are, That man is not a threat. And there's two and three of y'all. So why are you even drawing your pistol? Why you need a taser when you outnumber this man three to one? No weapon should even be drawn. I, I just feel like y'all don't see us as... Some, you can't show compassion for black people because you don't think we are people y'all really don't see us as an equal and for that alone that's why a lot of us wind up dead when we have altercations with the officers with these officers because y'all really do not view us as equals you treat us as we are you treat us like we are animals and that's how y'all always seen us y'all always seen us As animals I read read the reports You know I seen what y'all said About us doing the war on drugs I seen all that shit And I really feel like A lot of y'all still Living in them Reaganomics days And shit like that It's a good old boy system And I don't know why People be trying to run And join it Like You hate us that much For no reason I mean Ain't nobody did Nothing to you man Why are you so mad like, what the fuck do we do to you? But yeah, you don't you don't see us as an equal, so you can't show compassion for us, and that's why a lot of us wind up dead in the streets by the people that sworn to protect and serve, and then and then you get the uh, the crowd that's that's like, well, black people kill black people every day yeah well I'm pretty sure black officers ain't killing black civilians see you have to understand something as an officer of the law you are held to a higher standard it's just that simple I, I mean how are you that dumb that you don't even know that when you are sworn in and you take that oath, man you are held to a way higher standard than a, than a nigga that work at Dixie Queen <laughs> come on let's be real you are sworn in to serve and to protect. But how can you, how can you protect me when, when, when you don't see me as a valuable asset? You don't see me as a person. You see me as a problem. And we all know what we do to problems. We eliminate problems. And that's what these cops are doing. They're, they're trying to eliminate us. It's just that simple. Some might feel like it's just a theory I'm just popping off at the mouth But honestly I feel like it's the truth I really feel like they, that's how they feel about us Now not all cops Are like that We ain't gonna do that We ain't gonna do y'all like y'all do us All black people bad All black people lazy Nah we ain't, we ain't gonna do. We ain't gonna put y'all in the same We ain't gonna do y'all like y'all do us We know there's some good ones out there And we appreciate y'all service but when you sit by and you allow shit like this to continue to happen, how good of a cop are you really? When you know shit like this is going down and you still ain't spoke up about it or none of that shit are you really a good cop? I was always taught if you see something you say something (laughs) that's what they taught me they told me to tell on their ass and y'all actually do need to start telling on motherfuckers because it's literally the difference between life and death People are never affected by anything until they are affected by it. Until they are affected by it. Why, why does it have to take for you to lose a love when to get in on the fight? All of a sudden, the cop can kill somebody you love. Now it's a problem. It's been a problem, bro. Why not try to prevent it from happening to somebody you love? We got to do everything in our power to hold these white people accountable. Just like they held us accountable, we gotta hold people accountable, and that's what they're doing to that boy in South Carolina right now. Hold him accountable. We gotta we gotta hit him where it hurts. Hit him in his pockets. Make sure he can't retire with that good old VA plan. I mean that VA pension. Make sure he get that dishonorable discharge. And we need to make sure old buddy, old buddy, old buddy is found guilty. As well as the lady in Minnesota. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We have to start standing up for each other because you see that the government and city councilmen and everybody else, they ain't for us. They are not for us. And then when we branch out and start doing our own thing, we consider this racist because we didn't involve other races. Man, for what? Y'all ain't trying to help us? And when we try to help ourselves, it's still a problem. Like I said in the last episode, every time a black person starts something to try to help other black people, it's still a problem. I'm not asking you for no help. Now it's a problem because I'm doing this shit on my own. But i tell you one thing, I ain't going to worry about it. A wise woman once told me, don't worry about none Nothing you can't control. You damn sure can't control what people do. So I ain't going to worry about it. I'm going to let your mama worry about you. That's all I got for y'all today man I, I hope y'all really enjoyed this episode If you want to talk about it Hit me up I'm on social media Big Geeky Gibson on Instagram Uh Calvin Del Gibson On Facebook I'm on Twitter YouTube page Big Geeky Gibson also Shit hit me up bro I don't oh, mind I like to talk As you can see I, I can do this shit All day All day But like it, share it, support it. I appreciate y'all, man. And um, I'm going to get up with y'all later, bro. I'll let you.